so like we didn't get together and my little cousin I'm trying to think of a pseudonym for her. We're just going to call her A. Sorry, A. Um, she's going to know immediately who that is if she ever listens to this. My <laughs> little cousin A and then my, like, the eldest cousin, like, our eldest, um, uh, we're, we're going to call her Fancy. So, like, the eldest cousin and my little cousin decided, like, that they wanted to do a Zoom call for Thanksgiving. And so, like, we got on this Zoom call. We're outside. It feels pretty good on the on the patio um and we're on this zoom call and like we're doing like this like kid version of like would you rather like thanksgiving version or whatever mm-hmm. and uh my little cousin asked something along the lines of like would you rather like eat at your friend's house or like you like their friend come to your house or something like that i don't remember and i was like and like we all answered and I was like, oh, I would be fine going into eating my friend's house and eating, they can all cook. And like she and like my little cousin goes, she's like, Well, I don't really have any friends, more like associates. Mind you, she's 13. She's <laughs> like, I don't really have any friends, more like associates. But yeah, and so no, but like my brothers and I immediately start clowning her. We're like, you don't have you don't have any friends. Like, what do you mean you don't have any friends? You're 13 years old. What the heck does that mean? Associates? Do you even know what associates means? Like, that's something that's what you that's what you call people who you don't like, right? <laughs> and she's like she's like no she's like they're my friends i just don't call them my friends i'm like that's even worse like yeah, that's a queen bee <laughs> i'm like it's one thing if you have friends and like you tell them you they're your friends they're your friends okay to your their face and but in private you're like they're more like my associates but it's another thing to like never call them your friends ever and so they're like what's our <laughs> relationship i don't know but like what made it even worse was her mom was on the phone her mom was like that's right a that's right and i'm like no don't encourage this girl to not have meaningful relationships what's wrong with you she's 13 like she needs to have friends exactly she needs meaningful relations so it can build up on weird things so she's just gonna have associates her whole life yes like just associate i said and i told her i was like if i ever like went to any of my friends but especially my best friend and i was like i just want you to know you're my associate i was like i've never heard belinda like uh, cuss somebody out but i'm pretty sure she'd cuss me out like (laughs) bitch over like two decades and we're just associates that's what i'm saying i was like girl listen so that was (laughs) hilarious we for the rest of the day we were like we're like oh so if your friends are just your associates then what are we like chop liver are we not your family anymore like were we just your your acquaintances are we worse like what because we're forced to be in proximity with you oh god it was so funny we we did not let up on her oh gracious but yeah that was my that was my thanksgiving funny story um Welcome back to Confrontational Millennials. <laughs> I'm Nikki Alley. And I'm the co-host, Belle Mars. It's December. <laughs> <laughs> it's December. Ooh, 2020 has been one hell of a year. I ha- cannot agree more. It's, I can't 
wow y'all we're almost to the end but even though like y'all are all excited for it to be like over like 2020 2021 is not probably gonna be a better year until maybe mid-year because like I mean and we can go straight into good news bad news with this and my bad news is that you hoes actually are out here like I don't think I'm gonna get the coronavirus vaccine and I'm like you're worse than the flu virus like vaxxer anti-vaxxer so like are you like are all the anti-vaxxers just like no coronavirus neither like natural it's like what no I mean right now I guess bad news is that I guess I'm being a Debbie Downer right now Mm -hmm. that right now uh coronavirus deaths has overtook heart disease as death in the U.S. that's crazy like, do y'all understand how crazy that is? Like, a thing that has probably, like, it, I mean, heart disease is, what, preventable, right? Like, Yeah, it's still the number one cause in the U.S., but I guess because, like, bad diet and a lot of other stuff. Right, like, and this is a totally preventable thing or whatever. But, like, to some degree... So it's like Corona, like if you would just stay the fuck inside and wear a mask and not gather in groups of 20 uh, to go to a party or something. But it's just kind of like, wow, y'all are really out here making coronavirus number one. You're giving this bitch a gold trophy. And for what? Because you want to go to a, a summer Walker concert? Like, why? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I just want to go out to the club because I know in like Houston, Mayor Sylvester Turner thinking that he's seen like a lot of people go to like nightclubs packed with no masks and thinking, okay, we need to probably start talking about a curfew. It's like we're being a bunch of bad kids. Like, oh, right. you, you acting up? You want to go on lockdown? All right, we're going on lockdown. Oh, we're going to make it on two weeks. Oh, you got some lip? Four weeks. Four weeks, exactly. Like, you keep talking. I can extend this all the way to next year. I don't have a problem. You're the problem. Somebody somebody made a point, I think, the other day, like, because, like, other Americans, like, the Americans that have been doing the right thing were really frustrated. They were like... Like why do like they're like why are a whole bunch of Americans like just sitting here throwing petulant tantrums? And somebody from like Europe or like one of the, the older countries was like, Y'all are still like y'all are a teenager. You do know that, right? <laughs> right? We're like, what do you yeah. mean? And they're like developmentally speaking, like y'all have only been a country for like what not even 300 years like you're a teenager rebelling against your parents across the sea like (laughs) we're acting like our father like the UK we're like no mom mom is France no mom (laughs) I don't want to I don't want to do do the right thing I want to go and party and it's like listen do you want to be like your father do you want to be like the UK Hmm? is that what you want (laughs) you don't want to shut down and and wear masks. That's what you're going to end up like. <laughs> oh, my God. But our parents are also irresponsible because, like, France and, and the UK are also having protests. And I'm like, for what? Like, what? Because y'all don't get to sit out in some Parisian cafe and look at lights? Y'all are mad? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Well, I know France is going on protest because of police violence. But then again, almost every country is dealing with police violence because also in Nigeria, they have that SARS program that yes. deals with police violence violence 
people y'all should look up the SARS um in SARS that's very important I've seen like I've looked into it a little bit and I've seen stuff about it and it's it's basically like it's it's what's happening in America is happening everywhere like if you think that it's just us and you can go into another country and it'll be different you're wrong like if you're if you're black if you're if you're still mini melanin in your skin you can't go anywhere else and think that it's going to be better for you, you're wrong. Like, <laughs> and one thing, a funny tweet that I noticed is, I noticed on Black Twitter, they say, no matter how bad things are in your country, you somehow find that the UK, the US are, are involved in it, either past or present. And there was some report that the UK funded the SARS program in Nigeria. That doesn't surprise me whatsoever. <laughs> like, I feel like the United Kingdom is just like the root of so many problems <laughs> everywhere. Just like... I'm just saying, like any like colonial, like uh, any um, oh, what is the what is the uh, any colonizing country is probably just the root of so many like other like rapidly developing countries or developing countries issue, like because y'all nosy white people couldn't just stay in your own goddamn country. Why don't we tell that to y'all? Why don't we? (laughs) We should just start telling that to white people. Just be like, why don't you? Why didn't you stay in your own goddamn country? Hmm? You want us to go back, but you could have stayed where you were. But no, you didn't want a king. You didn't want a king. You wanted to be by yourself because it sucks there. They want to expand. I mean, they can't get cocoa in the UK. Well, that's not cocoa in Nigeria. That's not the the people of color's problem. That y'all don't have any spices. Okay. That's not the weird, the weird, we, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't have to take on smallpox and the flu virus and like all the other bullshit viruses and problems. Then you can't find that in the UK, find that in India, you can find it in different parts of Africa and in Asia. No, you should have stayed your asses where you were with your bland food and your terrible weather and your, (laughs) nobody has time for this, okay? Now you've ruined the entire earth because you said, I hate the king, there's no seasoning here, and and also I want to go to a place that's not raining. White people. The, the, the caucasity. I'm just all excited. I guess to end on a positive note with Pfizer says with 95% efficacy rate of the vaccine. I mean, I mean, I go in the first dose, but probably on the second round of vaccines, I'll probably take it. I mean, I think you have to think of it this way. Like, we're probably not going to get, like, the first round anyway, like the peasants. Let's be clear. We're all peasants. If you don't have, if you don't make, like, half a million dollars or more a year or you're not like a first line frontline responder or like a an elderly person you're probably not going to get the virus because you can't pay for it like for it to like get to you faster and you're not in an essential quote-unquote job so like by the time like we grunt workers get it it'll have gone through they'll have gone through like several batches i'm predicting like we plebeians will not get the virus like the vaccine until maybe the summer of next year maybe yeah and i guess to my brothers and sisters that are in the medical field hang in there you work hard you probably need bonus pay not just like a thank you pin from you guys need more than what you deserve demand holiday pay okay (laughs) demand it demand it be all like i deserve do you know how many people like just caused me bullshit my blood pressure is through the roof (laughs) 
all right if i couldn't imagine being in the medical field right now i would listen as soon as this was contained i'd be like i need three months off i need at least three months off because what we're not about to do what we're not about to do yeah especially people who's dealing with like medical PPE shortage and then people still not listening, even though you say like, yo, I'm burned out. I see death every day and thinking it's a hoax. I don't care. COVID's not that bad. It's like the flu. I'm thinking it's worse than the flu. God damn it. Right. Like, I don't like people die from the flu. I don't know why you hosts think like the flu is, first of all, I don't know why you hosts think the flu is no big deal. Like people have died from the flu. Uh, okay. If they can't get the proper care or they're like, I don't have the flu. And then they just suffer through symptoms until something egregious happens. But like, this is worse. Like people literally cannot breathe. Like, we have no idea how to fight it except with this vaccine, hopefully, like, pray to God, fingers crossed, that it has, like, the the effectiveness that they said it has, like, is actually true, and we can get, like, you know, a vaccine for this, and we won't all die, and we can go outside without wearing a fucking mask. That would be nice. (laughs) I love showing off my dimples and reading emotions, because it's hard to tell people if they're being sarcastic or not. Right. Because, like, not everybody's expressive in the eyes. I feel like it doesn't matter if I have a mask on, just side note. Like, everybody can tell how I feel because my cheeks will bunch up if I'm happy. And if I'm not, like, I look dead. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> you're, you're full of bullshit. Oh, my God. Yesterday when I went to Bath and Body Works, first of all, I don't know what the hell Bath and Body Works is doing. Maybe they're selling crack now. But their lines <laughs> are literally, like, wrapping around the fucking mall. <laughs> anyway it's like i went in there and they're only letting so many people in there which is good they're very efficient but like there's this white man like behind me and they were having the candle sale right and so my grandmother is here and she wanted candles and so i'm like well i gotta go get candles for my grandmother and so like i was like shifting through the candles i was looking at him and this white man comes directly behind me I can almost feel his breath on the back of my neck to look over my shoulder to look at the candles and like you know society dictates like my first thing as like a woman is like to apologize like when even though I did not make you uncomfortable, you encroached on my space. Afterwards, I felt like going, bitch, if you don't get out of my fucking space. But I didn't want to cause a scene in the mall. So I, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to ignore it and I'm going to move on because it's, it's, even though they only allowed so many people in there, it's very crowded because everybody was there for candles. They were there for candles. So they were all crunched up in one place. And I'm like, ah! Anyway moving on (laughs) on. we're gonna let's move on to ooh. do i want to do you want to play shenanigans first or do you want to talk about friendship yeah i guess probably the general theme i guess coming back from what you said earlier about acquaintances versus friendships (laughs) since it is the holiday season and you know it's after thanksgiving and before christmas and before new year's and before um valentine's day we do want to talk about there's a lot of relationships in your your life but nothing more important than friendship friendships are the family that you make for yourself honestly which is spoiler the title of this thing probably it's probably going to be the title of this episode um (laughs) 
But yeah, friendships are, I feel like friendships are honestly the basis for every other relationship besides family. Because when you, I mean, what people say when they're like, you, the actual quote goes, the blood of the covenant runs thicker than the water of the womb. And that's like, because like you have no choice over who your family is. Genetically speaking, like, I like, let's be real here. I'm light skinned. That means there's some white people up in my family. I don't want to, and they're probably rapists. So I don't technically want to be related to those people, but unfortunately I am. So I didn't get to pick those people, but that's who I'm related to. When friends are like, you pick your friends, you, you feel out vibes. There's stories behind those things. There's like, and it's like, it's you consciously saying, I would like to spend a foreseeable future with this person laughing and teeing and having yeah. good times. Inventing and doing whatever stuff. Because they understand you. And I guess we speak from a place of experience with over, I think, a decade, a decade and a half of friendship. <sighs> yeah, we're, once we hit, like, I think 31, we'll be at two decades. <laughs> <laughs> whole decades Belinda let that sink in <laughs> but right now we're at like uh what are we we're 26 we're at 15 years yes yeah. 15 years so and I think with like friendships that and I remember watching this interesting video about how like female friendships like on screen changed over time yeah which I think is true because uh kind of like starting with the movie like Bridesmaids Mm-hmm. Uh, they it was the first film I think that show like two women competing for another woman's friendship and not competing for a man and that with a lot of female narratives they mm-hmm. it's more focused on how women interact with a friend and the guys is on the side so they said and the language they used to describe their best friend like oh you're my soulmate you're my other half instead of describing their love interest like that they describe their best friend like that which I think is pretty cool and also newer shows are exploring the idea of like friendship breakups because the first like breakup that made me sad was like I was watching Insecure and Issa and uh, Molly broke up spoilers yes oh well and it was like they had like 18 years of friendship because they met in college and they broke up and that kind of made me sad and Mm -hmm. thinking probably friendship breakups probably would hurt more than an actual breakup yeah I think so too. I mean, because especially when you've got like that many years behind a friendship, like that's, I mean, that's intense. Like you, I mean, like that's, I don't even know how to describe like romantic feelings and like feelings of friendship are obviously very different, but like, I feel like that doesn't mean that they're not as intense as one another. Like you can like, that's just a different type of love, obviously. Like with a friendship, it's like a, um it's like that family type of love which again like ties back into that family thing and then it's like I mean a lot of people describe I wouldn't know because I've never been in like romantic love with anybody but like a lot of people describe love as like being something uncontrollable but like with friendships I feel like you again like you pick a person like and I say you pick a person like you went to the store and you're like "Mm." 
let me look at the lineup of people in this one. I like this one the best. I'm taking them home with me. We're going to go on a sleepover and we're going to be the best friends of ever. No, that doesn't happen. But like, I mean, you consciously choose to hang out with a person over and over and over again. Like, yeah. you know, um, so, and people always usually describe romantic love as being something like uncontrollable. And like with friendship, it's like, it's not controllable, but it's like, I chose this and like, I'm making a valiant effort to like, keep this alive because I feel like, like I'm in a group that of like another podcast group, the read, check it out. I love the read. It's a great podcast. Um, but I'm in like a podcast group for the, like the read and like, there's like every other day, there's somebody asking a question. If it's not about the romantic partner, it's usually about, Hey, like I have this friend that I haven't seen in forever. And like, she's, she or he has done this to me. And like, I don't know like how to deal with it. Cause we never like done. So like friendship questions, I feel like are way like asked about way more now because people are trying to be i think better friends and better human beings and like trying to develop those relationships like with just as much purpose as they do with like you know um a romantic interest and so right. yeah like that's it's it could be very intense when like you have a friend that you've known for 10 15 20 something odd years and like you've grown one way and they've grown grown another and like you don't you can't see eye to eye anymore and so you have to be like okay well we have to separate so that for the good of both of us right right so i i can't imagine yeah and one thing i heard interesting is that it actually takes 50 hours to make a person of your friend so if you spend a lot 50 hours with the person i guess we can become friends so i guess kind of like easier to like make friends like say at work or school we're constantly around that person mm -hmm. so I guess when you're an adult where you don't see that person every day it's a little bit harder to kind of break build up that friendship because I guess you have like other obligations as well yeah that definitely is true I think because people are always saying like they're like making friends as an adult is hard and it's like <laughs> that's not a lie like I feel like most of my friends so obviously you're my oldest friend because you're literally like the only like I I wouldn't say I don't have any other friends from school, but, like, you're the only person I keep in contact from, like, school days, like, from pre-K yeah, to high school. school and yeah. I mean, probably, like, poke people on Facebook, but it's Facebook. Yeah, it's Facebook. It's not the same. So, it's, like, you, I've only taken, like, I've taken you from, like, my, my primary school days, and then I've taken Kiwi, <laughs> shout out to <laughs> Kiwi, from college, and then I've taken, um, I've taken lemonade we'll call it a lemonade taking lemonade from like my first job right? right um and that's because that i feel like proximity had a lot to do with that right like right. i was obviously like we were constantly around each other in school and then kiwi and i like were in the same like like when i used to be a catholic we were in the same <laughs> same church or whatever and then for for lemonade we were we basically did the same jobs we were constantly around each other so um and like that's how that that kind of helps to how that develops now going back to what little a said earlier in my story when she was like acquaintances and like friendships like what do you think like the scale is for that like like the definitions of those things um yeah i mean 
I guess acquaintances, because I'm thinking like with work, like people who I can just talk a little bit at lunch, probably not outside what I'm doing or where I met them. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like an acquaintance, like, okay, I have an acquaintance at school, mm -hmm. then I have an acquaintance at work, or people, I think that's probably like at a distance, but I only hang out with them in that area where I met them. I think that's more of an acquaintance. Mm -hmm. And I guess with a friend, I guess if I hang with them outside of work, like there's a couple coworkers now who I hang out outside of work, like, hey, you want to go bowling? Mm -hmm. I mean, we can't really do that or go to bars. Um, <laughs> if outside was open, I would take you bowling. Exactly. <laughs> And then we could probably talk and then and learn outside of them, like, how's your relationship going? Mm -hmm. I know you had a walk of shame last night. Maybe help you. Let <laughs> me help you with that because I'm your friend. How does somebody get out of like an acquaintance associate type of role to a friendship role? For those people who are struggling to make friendships, like they're, they're like, I talked to this person at work you know, every couple days, but it feels like we can't, like we've never met outside. Like how do people get from one space to the other? How do you think that? From the acquaintance zone to the friendship zone. Friendship zone. Uh, so I guess it also depends, probably warm up to a little well, probably ask them a little bit. And I guess probably nudge, probably get a little bit of their personal information. I guess it depends. They want to hang out with people at work. I mean, I know there's a few people out mind you know, workers are pretty cool people and we vibe that way, whereas others, um, it might be a little bit awkward. So I'm guessing probably try and make friends. I'm guessing one, probably maybe with coworkers, but if you're not close with your coworker and your coworkers suck, I guess probably have to go like outside that comfort zone. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, you can't really do much in the quarantine, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of like online chat groups. Let's say if you like to make music. You can probably go to like different Discord groups and probably talk to people and probably get some online friends. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to meet locally, I guess it depends on your town. Because I think we're kind of like adjacent to a big city. So we can probably always find like other groups like CrossFit or hiking or Black Girls Height or probably like some niche group if you want to like find people that you agree with. Yeah. So, because I understand, like, a lot of, like, Black people growing up, let's say, for example, anime, that, mm -hmm. oh, Black people don't like anime. I mean, now that's not true, because almost every Black guy I met, no matter what, <laughs> where they're from, how old they are, they like anime. They right, they, they know, like, the base. They're like, I like Goku, and I like Naruto, and if they fought, this is who I think would win or something. <laughs> There's that, they know base, like, the base of, um of that kind of stuff yeah so i'm thinking with like anime group let's say you want to make more black friends who like anime i know there's like groups like that you can probably get online go on different mm -hmm. social medias and probably find people through that if you probably want to like make people with similar interests so because i guess it depends on your interest because i guess it's all pretty hard to find people that has the same interests as you mm -hmm. or probably want someone the same because i guess especially being a black girl and trying to explain like oh, I like this person, but I can't really relate to this fanfic and that he ran his fingers through her hair. I'm thinking, I want to see you try. Right, like, bitch, I just did this. Don't touch it. Like, I, do you know how long it takes me to get my hair to look like this? First of all, like, I don't like anybody touching it if I'm not, you know, period. Like, don't just be casually touching my hair. Uh, <laughs> that is funny. Um... I don't know. Yeah, I would agree. Um, it, like right now, 
for those i would say for those people that are still like going to work and they still see people like all the time i feel like there's like steps right like if you're already past the step where like oh you can casually talk to this person around the water cooler like you're sharing stories or whatever it's just that tiny step to kind of being like oh can i have like your number or if it's not like if somebody's uncomfortable with you asking for your number their number ask for something inconsequential like their i mean nothing is inconsequential now is it i was about to be like ask for like their their facebook or something or their like yeah, some yeah. sort of social media for you to follow um but like yeah ask for their instagram maybe chat there ask for their facebook snapchat snapchat um but you know what i'm thinking about though um i think people are when it comes to making friends as an adult right because as a child like there's not these layers of like i have to make sure that i don't accidentally make friends with a trump supporter or <laughs> i have to make sure i don't accidentally make friends with somebody who um micro aggressively like uh is against black people or i have to make sure that like i don't accidentally make friends with somebody who hates mm, the lbgt community right like so there's like as an adult there's a whole bunch of things you have to think about right like because as kids like you don't really think about that sort of thing even when i was trying to make friends like here's an example in middle school do you remember sarah yeah, I remember Sarah. Okay. I was friends, quote unquote, with her. I would be more comfortable actually calling her an acquaintance, like little A. <laughs> I'd be like, mm, just an acquaintance. But we were in, we had proximity to each other. We were constantly in, we were in band together. I was a flute girl, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the the stigma with flute girls is that we're all preppy and like, <laughs> like, I, or something else and I'm like that's not true like this girl Sarah was not preppy in any sense of the word she liked black she liked screamo and she, her favorite thing to do was curse sixth graders out in German and so like because <laughs> like but we were friends quote-unquote and like she but she was like I mean, as a sixth grader, and I feel like we all had like these issues like in middle school where we were like trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. And so we were all like aggressive and mean and like- Yeah. <laughs> but, she, but she took it to like another level, I think. Like while the rest of us were bumbling about confused and wondering like what curse words we could get away with saying, she was over here like being mean to the people she claimed to like. And it was just kind of like, so, like, that, I feel like that kind of went into the whole, like, the thing, like, when you're, when you're, when you're young, like, what you're trying to do when you make friends is just find a group of people that you'll fit in with, and especially if you're, like, an awkward-looking Black girl with glasses, <laughs> me, um, <laughs> awkward-looking nerd girl with glasses, um, Right. So like, you don't think about these things as a kid. And sometimes when you into adulthood, there's a lot of people who go into adulthood and the friends they've had for ages, they break up with them. Like you said, like Issa yeah. and Molly, because they realize like, oh, this person has not evolved past that stage of childhood where they're catty or they don't support me or um, they have problematic views 
or they're argumentative or like there's something like in, in every relationship there's a deal breaker point right like for instance i won't take from any of my relationships anybody disrespecting black people like that's okay. not that's like a that's a base like don't come to me if like you think that light-skinned girls are prettier than dark-skinned girls, get out of my face, you're trash. Like, all <laughs> Black women are gorgeous goddesses, especially dark-skinned Black women, okay? I'll fight exactly. you. Okay, don't disrespect my friends and the beautiful people, women of my culture, okay? And in my family as well, because we all range from, like, light chocolate to dark mm -hmm. chocolate, and exactly. all of them are beautiful and talented yes all of them and so like there's so when you I like as an adult like you think about these things you're like even though like you can meet someone and you can vibe really well with them like you're like in the back of your brain you're like okay I have to ask them who they voted for in the 2016 election <laughs> like because I can't like I can't get attached to this person if they have any sympathies for Trump or whatever like you know like like what we were talking about yeah um, like oh we can have different views and still be friends like thinking we can have different views on like pizza toppings yeah. and like which anime guy is hot but not about like social views and think oh should LBGT parents adopt yes they should adopt mm -hmm. Right, yeah, I feel like people, and like this is a little off topic, but like there was, when I was working in oil and gas, there was this like tiny little Hispanic man that like used to work in my building and he had a, and his wife like literally had polarizing views. He was a Republican and she was a Democrat. And I was like, the whole entire time he would talk to me about that, I was like, how do y'all make that work? Because I feel like people, think that political views are like just kind of throwaway, but they're about moralistic issues at the end of the day. Like if you think locking children up in cages is an okay thing, like you and I can't be friends. In fact, I'm gonna punch you on sight. <laughs> like, that's how angry you make me. Like there's no, there's no like we can come to a compromise. Either you think children should be with their families or you don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no middle ground here so yeah like that's that. yeah because i do want to like hit like one of my friends <laughs> with the chair because he said i wish that trump get elected because he said anyone making 400k is, is gonna get taxed i'm gonna lose money i'm thinking no one here at this job is making that much and he's like you never know i'm thinking motherfucker i know for a god damn <laughs> fact you should be all like i know the company isn't making that much like how the fuck are any of us supposed to make that much money but that's the thing and this kind of ties into like the blood is thicker than water like thing because i mean they're with every generation right we're supposed to get better right and i feel like my generation we're trying like like you know my brothers and i and then like my family we're trying but there's still like there's still plenty of like cousins that i have and like views that like both of my brothers probably have that i'm just kind of like what why like the other day okay so the eldest he likes um he likes the king of the trolls 50 cent right i don't know why <laughs> I don't know why, but he does. He likes that man. Cool, whatever. But, like, he was trying to say that, like, um, to ignore him, like, 50, because he was talking about, before the election, 
ESP made some like joking statement about how like on I don't remember what which of his platforms about how he'd vote for Trump or whatever because then Biden wouldn't be able to tax him because he made all this money and I was just kind of like <laughs> like me and the and a not not the little cousin I have to figure out another name to call the brother that's closest in ages to me but we basically ganged up on him and we were like like but why are you defending this man like he's literally leading like he's leading these dumb people who follow him and really like him on social media like i'm sorry that's all i'm gonna call them they have no brain he's leading <laughs> them to the slaughterhouse because like if if he if people like fitty don't get taxed like they should because they make that much money how do you expect programs to come back and benefit poor black people and people yeah. of color how how do you expect us to live like we we can't just be constantly uh taxed all the time we're there's only so much money that we can <laughs> that we can like afford to give the government before we're like we don't have any more like we're you're going yeah. to kill me which is their whole point because they hate brown skin but that's another <laughs> that's another topic but it's just kind of like, why would you like somebody that literally hates his own community? Like, that makes no <laughs> sense. That's all. And you can't convince me of otherwise because you saying, oh, I'm going to vote for a little racist so that he doesn't tax me. All you're telling me is that you hate black people. And people Unless it's going to be like, see, Democrats run Chicago, Democrats run all these poverty cities and then help them. Maybe we should vote for Republican. And it's just like, why like i'd any i'm sorry any person of color that's like it like is into trump i don't know why this has turned into political conversation any person like person of color that's into trump i'm like are you you trying to be white like are you hoping like that if you rub like your your hands fast enough together that the color will come off and like you can pretend to be white and like people will be the privilege will come to you that's not how that happens yeah, I mean, if, let's say hypothetically Kansas Owen was our friend. I mean, I think we need to have like a sit down heart to heart. I mean, of course, I shouldn't roast another black woman on his on her hair, but I'm thinking, come on, man. I'm thinking you need like a silk press, cut off that edges, because I used to relax my hair. Mm. and yeah you can do better but yeah i'm thinking what i mean are you chasing the bag co you chasing the bag i that's the only thing i can think of like they these somehow they think they're gonna get some sort of they're gonna get more money out of this and it's like no girl like one day like the money will run out and then who will you have to like no one will help you you have alienated literally every other person that would genuinely and it's like i can't feel bad for you but anyway back to the topic <laughs> i guess so i guess in short political views are definitely a deal breaker i guess for yeah. friendship i'm thinking sure i don't care if we have the same views on like anime and we both like the same music but i'm guessing with political views and views on like different marginalized communities and you don't believe in privilege exists then we probably can't be friends no we probably which is why to this day i still don't have a lot of white friends <laughs> because they haven't learned and i don't want i don't feel like educating them like i'm just kind of like use google google read a book like do the, oh god but like so oh i was gonna ask a question about men and women being friends now everyone in my family will swear to you up and down that men and women can't be friends and they're like 
they say to me Nikki Alley, which they don't actually say to me because that's not my name and they don't refer to me like that, but whatever. Um, they'll say, girl, you don't know what you're talking about. You're too young, but men and women can't be friends. And I'm just kind of like, but why not? right so yes. do you think that men and women can be friends bet lives hmm. i think possibly they could i mean i guess a lot of people might use to be like oh she would have to be a lesbian he would have to be gay or blah 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 um because i have seen like male female friendships work out but then i guess i guess one of the closest one i could think of in my in my life is one guy and the other girl's a lesbian so <laughs> But I guess in my personal life, I think it could work. Um, I guess if it's too close, then people might raise eyebrows thinking. But I guess you can't really like platonically, like if I want to go out to a cough, just hang out with a cough with one of my male friends, people are going to think like, oh, are you too dating? thinking, no, we're just getting coffee, goddammit. Right, yeah. Like, why does everybody have to? I ask this because I've also seen this a lot on social media, like, um and you know it's like gin zers obviously like staging this shit for like likes and shit but like they've been doing the i kiss my best friend challenge like where like boy girl like best friends will like one of them will be like i've had a crush on this is my and this is how literally this is how it starts this is my best friend, right? <laughs> like, um, we've been friends for da 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 years, and I've had a crush on them forever, or I've been in love with them forever, and today I decided to shoot my shot and kiss them, right? And like, one of them, well, they'll they'll try to trick the other one into thinking they're doing another TikTok challenge, and then they'll kiss them, and they'll be like, "This is how it went," and like they'll kiss them, and then that'll be the end of it, right? Either they'll kiss them or, like, the other person will know they're going to kiss them and they'll either reciprocate or they'll be like, no, they'll curve them, like, badly, like, huh, no. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Um, like, I actually, and, like, that challenge was in my brain and I was thinking about that and I was like, why does, and, like, every time I hear it, it's because people say that men can't, men specifically can't be friends with women without being attracted to them, quote, unquote. And I'm like, why can't like I just be attractive and you also be all like, but this is this girl's cool. Like she's a home girl. Like I don't want yeah. to. I don't want to do anything. I'm just. I don't know. It was just something yeah. I was thinking about. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. Okay, this person's attractive, but I'm just thinking they're friends. Like I have attractive friends. Right. Same gender, but I don't think man, I can't be friends with you. You're too hot. Right, like I've never, that thought has never crossed my mind with any of, because when I was younger, like, and I was in choir, again, when I was still a Catholic in church, like, there was, a, there was guys in there, and like, we were friends or whatever, and I like, never, they never made a move on me, but again, I was the nerdy girl with glasses, so I guess I didn't, I wasn't attractive to them, I don't know, but like, I'm still friends with like, one of them more than the others today but i guess is that also like proximity like the idea of proximity again like because i don't like hang out with him all the time in fact i barely talk to that man i usually only see him at the church so like i'm like maybe like 
I'm I'm wondering if proximity creates feelings for people. Like they're like, oh, we're con- like if we're a man and a woman and we're friends, we're constantly around each other. Like I can't help but be in love with you because uh, you're just you're there. You're there, and what else am I supposed to feel? <laughs> It could be proximity and thinking, wow, I'm seeing you all the time. I'm guessing wherever you are, whether it's like, say, at work or at church, you're kind of bringing like your best self over there. Mm-hmm. So thinking you're always seeing this person at their best, so probably not seeing them at their worst. So I guess you kind of like romanticize that image of them. Right. Right, right, right. This is a good point. Um, this is a good point. I just thought of something else and it died in my brain. <laughs> I think it was, oh yeah, I wanted to kind of circle back to like this like family. I'm everywhere. Like, I don't know if y'all could tell, but I'm everywhere. I still have not recovered from last weekend from my dad's parade. Like, I feel like I'm just, I'm everywhere. And then I'm moving this this weekend, like at the weekend coming. So I'm just kind of like, oh, right. So like, but I wanted to bring it back to this like friends and family type of thing. Like, um, your friends are your family, I guess, type of thing um and kind of ask like I don't know like do you consider do you consider any of your family members extended or like immediate like your friends like like would you be I think that's also a shenanigans question like would you be friends with any of your family members if we weren't related would I be friends with them I'm thinking, yeah, I think I would be friends with them because I'm thinking with like my sister. I mean, she's crazy, but she's also very reliable. Mm. And my other sister is more creative. And then my cousin, since I don't really see her as often, I'm thinking she does some hood rat shit. But then also I'm part of it because I remember like funny story with her grandfather's funeral, you know. So she, we were just like all the younger cousins, they were just playing like the great grandchildren and the older cousins thinking, oh, you come outside. I have some Hennessy in my trunk. I'm thinking you brought a Hennessy to our grandfather's funeral. I'm thinking, first of all, that's some hood rat shit. And second of all, pour me a glass. That's right. <laughs> You're in the country now, girl. Drink that Henny. That's funny. Yeah, because family was cheesing me off because I guess kind of goes back to like uh, me being dark skin and my grandfather my mom being light skin because the same thing that happened to my mother's funeral happened to my grandfather's funeral like oh you know I'm Pastor Green's best friend and blah 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 who are you I'm thinking his granddaughter because mm. this lady was like I me thinking like I had the audacity to sit, to sit with the rest of the family mm. oh who is this dark skin person I'm thinking his granddaughter yeah black but, people we don't just all spit out and it's like one shade girl like you do realize that no we're a collect we're a rainbow collection of people like usually that i've never like seen a black family where every single person like an extended one where every single person is the same shade or close to the same shade <laughs> there's too many varying shades yes especially my family even when they're closer together I mean my brother my little brother and I um we're about different shade because I'm the darkest of my siblings mm-hmm. and thinking people kind of treat us differently like my little brother uh they're thinking oh yeah you're part of the family oh you're uh so-and-so's like no I'm that's the wrong person I'm related to but right. yeah at least you're part of the family I'm thinking, at least you get included part of the family I'm just thinking I'm just there the chocolate one have the audacity to sit with the family and not with the rest of the peasants. 
So I'm thinking, shit, next time someone dies. I mean, at least my cousin will have Hennessy ready. So I'm thinking, great. Yeah. I, my family is wild as well. Like, my mother always tells this story about how, like, at someone's funeral, I can't remember. I don't remember whose funeral it was, but, like, aunt, like, one of her aunts, which I guess technically my great aunt, I don't, I'm not really sure, but one of my great aunts, like, literally was drunk, like, the day of the funeral, and, like, she came out of a trailer, and she tripped down the stairs, but she did not drip, like, she did not spill a drop of her drink, okay? She held it in the air, like a true alcoholic, and I... (laughs) said well she skinned up her knees and everything girl did not care still <laughs> drank that drink okay numb to the pain um would i be friends with my fa- i'm gonna tell you something um my siblings yes probably not my dad we bump heads a lot <laughs> me too like and i'm gonna say probably both my parents even though i listen i love my daddy to tears but like this is like another thing like there was a thing going around social media it was like a clip from fences and denzel where denzel washington basically tells his son like i don't have to like you like just because i'm your daddy essentially and like everybody was like this is toxic as fuck like well because he did it was it wasn't just like him saying i don't like you like it was a little bit more than that but like my family used to say that all the time. My mom says that to me still, like, all the time. Like, I don't have, I'll always like you. I love you, but I don't always like you. And it's just kind of like, mm, the, the things are, it's, it's kind of similar to that. I feel like my parents would go on the spectrum. They would be like, they would be like the like your work parents you know like when you go to work and you have like two elder people that are super nice to you like and like they always offer you advice great like I would like take my parents as like work parents like acquaintances any day but like if they were my friends they would get on my goddamn nerves (laughs) because like you said like my mom and I we bump heads a lot like we um and like I think I've been bumping heads with my dad more recently too but I feel like it's because when I was a teenager I didn't have a rebellious phase like whatsoever like I was kind of like I was a good little church girl I went to school like didn't do anything crazy I graduated with like 20 hours of college credits like like you know like I was literally like I was probably I'm not going to say I was their golden child, but I really, like, did everything that they wanted a child to essentially do. Ooh, my, my thing is dying. Anyway, Same no, thing, because the only thing I did in high school, thinking, oh, yeah, we go and go do some community service. Right, like, <laughs> but not at the church. I'm going to do it somewhere else. Like, that was the kind of, like, the, that was the kind of shit that I did, right? And so it was just kind of like, there there wasn't anything for them to essentially complain about honestly when I was in high school but like as soon as like I went um I wouldn't say when I went off to college either I think it was when I came back and I was a fully grown adult and I realized that like my life was essentially very boring like (laughs) like it it's just like I I came back and from college and I realized that like I did not agree with a lot of things like I didn't agree with I didn't agree with Catholicism really anymore like I was questioning a lot of stuff and so like I went through that 
that phase in psychology. What does um, Jung call it? Fuck. I don't remember what phase he calls it, but it's when you're trying to identify, like when you're trying to like create your own identity. Right. Like, I feel like I came back as an adult and I was just kind of like, don't talk to me that way. Like, like <laughs> it was a lot of that at first. Like it was a lot of like, like um, the way you talk to me, I don't like it. The way we communicate, I don't like it. And so it was a lot of me like pushing back at me. Like, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like that. And they were just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> they were like, And so I think that's why like, the friends or the family you create is so important because again like you don't get to choose your family and a lot of the times like people you have to like work through the bullshit things that your family kind of implements in you because we're and I'm not saying that to be like ugly to my family like I love my family but like they're a product of their own time so like my parents are a product of the 60s where it's like they had to they grew up like you know, like, white or schools were just being integrated and white people were right. being weird. And like, um, like there was no LGBTQ out people in their tiny little town. Like there was no, um, there was no civil rights like type of things. There was no this and there was no that. So it was like, they had, they had to learn all of that. And so by the time, like my brothers and I are a product of this time where it's kind of like, like, for example, when I was in middle school, you know, when everybody was also starting to question their identity, like, a girl accused me of being a lesbian, like, when I was, like, in sixth grade or something. And, of course, I didn't know what the fuck that was because my parents didn't explain that to me as, right. as a kid. And so, like, I came back home and I told, I think I told the brother, like, closest in age to me that, like, somebody, and I was like, I was like, that's a lesbian, right? <laughs> like who said that to you right and I'm like what I was like uh a person some girl and he's like don't worry about it (laughs) right and I was all like but like so like we had to unlearn the idea that like being like gay or lesbian and um like I mean the brother closest to me dated this white girl and her parents were like he of course like we're we love tricking people with our skin color and so (laughs) it's the best part about being light-skinned is just being able to trick people it's so fun and so like the whole entire time I guess that he was dating her like her parents were like they had no idea until she told them explicitly like my boyfriend is black then and then they got pissed and they basically made her break up with them oh. and it's like this was like you know this was in like the early two this is in the 2000s and it's like that what like you know but like that's that's so you have to and like there's still some some things that like my parents are really like they're weird about like the i don't know if you saw Oh, that was originally going to be my bad news. I don't know if you saw, but like there was this, 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 this owner in Dallas, like this restaurant owner in Dallas, like this woman, this black woman started twerking in his establishment. Right. And he basically like got up, made the DJ stop the music in the middle of the, um, the restaurant. And he basically lectured like this whole group of black people about how like, um, I created this place like as a culture, like a, like culturally for us to come and be able to be ourselves and like I don't need y'all coming in here acting like it's a club 
da, 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 this like he's like how am i supposed to tell like the black men to respect you essentially if you don't respect yourself da, 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 this and that and then he basically told them if they didn't like it they could get the fuck out and like i like there were two very different reactions to that right like i'm over here and i'm like first of all there's a couple of things i don't like one thing like okay, it's fine for you to tell this woman not to twerk in your establishment. That's cool. But the way you should have handled that is you should have went to her table. You should have told her calmly and correctly, like come correct. Hey ma'am, this is a place of like eating and we don't want nobody to eat your ass. We're trying to get them to eat food. (laughs) And so like that's, you tell her and you're like, if you don't like, like please settle down or please see yourself out. Right. That's how you should have handled that you should you should not have gotten up on your soapbox and lectured the rest of us who were not doing anything wrong like we're a bunch of fucking children like don't talk to grown people like they're a bunch of especially grown black people you should have known that your ass was gonna end up on the internet uh uh going viral because like you're not gonna talk to me like i'm a child like i'm drinking mimosas i'm 21 i'm in here to have a good time and you're gonna stop the music to tell me this ain't no club bitch i know what this is i'm eating like i'm eating like i know where i'm at like and so that is that and then the third thing for me was like the fact that he came up here and he was like how am i supposed to tell them to respect you if you don't respect yourselves bitch me twerking my ass in the middle of an establishment does not mean i don't respect myself it actually means that uh this body is so banging and i respect myself so much and i have so much confidence in all of this all of this that it doesn't matter where i am i want to twerk okay so twerking does not equate to me not respecting myself it equates to I'm a human being on this earth here to have a good fucking time. And if you don't like it, like you, I don't know what to tell you. Go fuck yourself. I don't know. But like, or get somebody to fuck you because like you're, you clearly have a stick up your ass. Like, (laughs) so, but like I was over here and I was mad about that. And my mom was like, oh, I don't blame him. And I'm like, what do you mean don't blame? She's like, I don't blame. She's like, she's like, that's not what it's for. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, but that's not what I'm mad about. I'm like, it's, because like he literally talked to those people like their children and she said and he said that women don't respect themselves if they twerk and my mom was like well but you know that that's a vulgar dance i'm like shaking your ass is a vulgar dance like i'm like there's tribes in like africa that do similar dances to this for years they've done it years before twerking was even a thing like like to dance or whatever and it's like and, but you're going to sit up here and act like something that's culturally been, like, brought here that we've, like, figured out is disrespectful. Like, somebody saying we're disrespectful. Nobody would ever, if a man did, like, a dance, like, that was similar to this or they did a dance that would, nobody would ever say that he didn't respect himself, ever. No one says, like, the guys on Magic Meyer male strippers are disrespecting themselves. Right. Nobody ever, no, no reviewer from the New York Times watched like Magic Mike and was like, these men don't respect themselves. Can't believe they got on a pole and like thrust their crotch in these women's faces. Oh my God. Nobody does that. But if a woman does that shit. And so it was just kind of like, there's like archaic differences, right? Between our opinions. And so it's just kind of like, but I don't get to pick that. Like all I get to do is say, 
mom like your your opinions some of them are a little dicey like you <laughs> i mean i guess also the generation that's been raised with um i guess respectability um politics yeah. and thinking okay you need to speak properly you need to um wear suits and be proper if you want to get respected and i guess our generation thinking okay why do we have to follow these standards because why not set the standards we set for ourselves right well i think it's also different because even with my father and i because you know he's a black immigrant from barbados and mm -hmm. me being an immigrant here because we even debate like about the immigration thing because he's really angry about that kids he's thinking okay why they should they get funding but yet we should not thinking it's a difference because they came here as young kids versus you know other people came as adults so you think you're just shipping them back so and i guess I understand like being a black person let's say overseas versus the black person who grew up in america your views on things are completely different yeah exactly and so i think like to make like to make up for those things i think we as like individuals and humans like really search out in friendships people who don't do that like i <laughs> like I don't you know because you need respite you need respite from like your parents occasionally trash opinions okay like I yeah. I don't go to you and lemonade and kiwi ha, kiwi lemonade mm -hmm. uh, I don't go to like the three of y'all so that and like uh, my other friend so that I can get the same thing like that doesn't I don't I don't go so they can be all like oh yeah I agree that WAP is a terrible song for this generation and we shouldn't be I don't do that like I go to to friendships to get I wouldn't say to entirely similar opinions to me but I feel like in in relationships like y'all should foundationally have similar yeah like views like you shouldn't think women disrespect themselves with just because they twerk like that's or wear a sexy outfit. I mean, I wish I could wear a sexy outfit and show off my stomach. You can. You can, <laughs> Bell Mars. You can do can. what you wish. <laughs> and that's why we're friends, because I'm not gonna, like, say any bullshit that some old woman named Bertha would tell you. I'm gonna tell you, hey, it doesn't matter what size your stomach is. You can show it off whenever you please. <laughs> exactly and have confidence to do different things and of course yeah i'm thinking that older generation like thinking oh you're a woman you're wearing a shorts but i think he also did on my brother like oh you're wearing a hoodie i mean maybe you should be careful wearing a hoodie because you know the environment i'm thinking i'm thinking thanks for your opinion but i'm gonna do whatever i mean yeah but still it's that generational gap of like how we see ourselves and how they see themselves or wearing colored hair wearing cornrows Oh, my mother hates like like dyed hair. Oh, she hates it so much. <laughs> Every time she sees some, she's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Mom, just because you grew up with the nuns beating your 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 individual." <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> God, I hope she doesn't listen to this. Um, but like, I don't have time to have an argument with her. Um, but yes. Oh, what a time. Do I have any more? Let me think. Do I have any more questions about friendship to grill you about? I don't know. Yes, I guess we know about the deal breakers. I guess for us, it's kind of like political views. Mm -hmm. I guess also ignorant social views. And I guess it depends how good of a friend we are, because I can call it correct me, because I did have a friend 
that I work with, he's from Pakistan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he kind of had like some ignorant views because we were talking about abortion. Because, you know, all of us girls feel a certain way. I'm thinking like, if you're not making the baby, you shouldn't have an opinion on it. Like, what if I'm thinking, eh, no. But I'm thinking, if you're the father of the child, because they said it was different because, you know, being a woman having a child and being a guy having a child, because he said he wanted like five kids. I'm thinking, that's horrible on your wife, man. Yeah. You shouldn't do it. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I guess it depends how long we've been friends. I don't mind kind of like thinking, eh, it's kind of correcting. Yeah. yeah. But versus just like, okay, we can't be friends. I'm thinking it's a deal breaker if we want to sit down and talk about it, then yeah. What, like, hmm, what is something you're willing to educate, like, a new friend on? Like, you're willing to be like, okay, like, this isn't necessarily a deal breaker for me, and I'll course correct you, because not everybody knows. Well, I guess it depends if I have a patience for it. I mean, I'm lucky, at least the white non-Black friends I have are a bit woke on certain things. Like, okay, I have a friend that's, she's white passing, but she's native, but she understands, okay, that I change my hair different ways and not to ask to touch it. So I'm thinking, okay, if you're like, let's say if I'm not from America, you don't spend a lot of time with like Black people, I can educate you like, okay, I didn't like grow my hair over the weekend. <laughs> yes, I have a magic potion. And I rub it in my scalp and then braids come out. <laughs> yeah, I can educate you like, oh, these are croquet braids. So I guess things about black we can probably like sit down and educate people about, I guess. And also certain microaggressions, I guess. Certain ones like say, oh, but when Belmars are so articulate. I'm thinking, yeah, I choose my words very carefully, but probably be careful because you seem surprised that I'm smart. Yeah. But, it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess certain ish things about black culture on why it's okay for us to say the N-word, but not okay for anyone else to say it, sure, I can educate you on the nuance of that, especially if you haven't been around black people, specifically black American people. Mm-hmm. And so I guess certain political issues, how people feel certain ways and why it's okay to have like gay pride and black pride, but not like white pride and straight pride. Right. I, I don't know. I feel like at this point in my life, like there's too much. If you have access to the internet, like I don't have, I don't have, I feel like I'm very impatient at this because it's like, if you come to me and you're like, but I don't understand why I can't tell you that you sound white. I'm going to be like, mm, why don't you Google it, friend? Like, <laughs> oh, it's just kind of like, I don't know. Like, I don't have like too much patience for like the easy stuff. Like <laughs> telling me I look pretty for a black girl or like asking me where I'm from or like any of that kind of thing like I don't have you should know by now how to be a decent human being and not ask me those stupid little questions okay now I'm not sure like what about my culture or like that I would be like tall like patient enough to explain to somebody i don't know like if there's anything that i'd be all like let me explain to you why this is again like maybe with a foreign like somebody who's not from america i would be all like okay i have enough just enough patience to explain to you why like you can't um take on a black scent because that's not <laughs> that's not a thing like i maybe but like uh 
not too many times. Like, I don't know. I had the patience explained from a couple people since a lot of people I work with are not from America originally, but what is Juneteenth? I'm thinking, okay, I won't sit, I'll educate you on Juneteenth because not everyone understands what Juneteenth is. It's originally like a Texas holiday that it can spread across the U.S. I mean, I'll love to have Juneteenth as a national holiday. Get that off. Are you listening, NSA agents? We want Juneteenth as a holiday. <laughs> like, get, like, Juneteenth sales. Like, get me a cow for Juneteenth. <laughs> yes, I want. Why not? There's no other sales y'all are having in June. You might as well. <laughs> you might as well. Like, y'all could get, think of how much Black people love buying shit if it's, like, half off. Think exactly. about how much money you could make. Exactly. I mean, we don't need Columbus Day off because I'm thinking he's an asshole. That's right. Like, we hate that man. <laughs> hate that man he's the worst i feel like we've gone very off the rails about mars but um thank you for that enlightening discussion on um friendship we're gonna take a break and then we're going to play shenanigans maybe talk some more about friendship but uh, first i have to use the potty <laughs> you need some more cookies so i guess two three go and we're back Yay! I got more cookies. <laughs> Wait, what kind of cookies are you eating, Belmar? They are chocolate chip and also pecan turtle. What? Oh, look at y'all. chocolate chip and pecan nuts. Y'all can't see because the podcasts are audio mediums, but they're so cute looking. They're so scrumptily umptious. Oh my goodness. Belmar is having just a cookie party. Afternoon <laughs> tea over there. Oh. Okay. Well, Mars, you had a question. Yeah, so this one I pulled from Ready Relationships. It says, my 34-year-old best friend, she's third her poor herself, is having an affair with a married man. My <laughs> husband, he's 37, and he wants me to cut her out of our lives. Okay. I've been friends with my best friend, I'll call her Amelia, since ninth grade. She and I are night and day different. She has no desire to settle down, but it worked for us. My husband and I have been together for 12 years, married for 10. He always loved Amelia. She's a regular in our house. Amelia started having an affair with a married man from work. I'll call him David. David has two young children and a wife, or had a wife. David has left his wife to be with Amelia. He's moving in with her. From what I understand, the affair has been going on for nearly a year. My husband is furious. He's mad at Amelia. He's disappointed with her choices. He's mad at David, and he's probably most angry with the lies. We met David some months ago, and we were most certainly not informed of his marital state. My husband wants to cut, want us to not allow a million in our home around our children. He wants us to cut her out of our life. I'm certainly disappointed with a million in David, but I'm having a tough time stomaching the idea of cutting out a million. He's been my best friend for two days. What do I do? Too long didn't read. My best friend in 20 years is having an affair with a married man. He left his wife and children to be with her. My husband wants to cut her out of our lives. Uh, okay, so let me... So for me, personally, I am not okay with cheating, right? Like, I, uh, that's, like, that's a deal breaker for me, like, but, then, but I'm talking, like, romantic relationship. Like, if I'm with somebody and they cheat on me, like, I'm like, that's it. Like, we're, don't ever talk to me. Don't breathe in my direction. If I see you, it's on site. <laughs> but, like, I've never really thought about it from the perspective of if one of my friends was in an affair knowingly because that's really important yeah. knowingly with 
a married person, right? With kids. With kids. Um, and so, and you said the the writer, the OP, has kids? Um, I believe she has kids. Okay. Um, obviously the husband feels really strongly about the fact that, that she, that she had an affair with a married man. And I'm assuming that since he wants her, like the, the, the OP to cut off all ties with this woman, like, don't let her in the house. Well, did she say that he said that, like, she couldn't see her, like the OP couldn't see her anymore? Like, yeah, he said he doesn't want to lie in their home, around their children. He wants to cut her out of our lives. So I'm guessing he doesn't want any of them to do with them. And he's really disappointed with Amelia and the man she had an affair with, David. Um, I mean, while, like, I have... So I'm going to assume that his reasoning for saying, like, you cannot let this woman in our lives anymore is because he... Obviously, that goes against, like, his moral boundaries, obviously, because, like, he wouldn't have this visceral of a reaction if he didn't. Um, And I assume he's saying, like, don't let her around our kids because I guess he believes that, like, she'll somehow, like, rub off this kind of idea onto the children or something. Um, And while, like, that's totally within your bread and butter to be all, like, like don't she can't come in my house and like talk to my children because like she has done something that I feel is morbidly objectable um I feel like you can't also dictate to your wife hey I don't want you to see this woman anymore because just because she's cheated on him now I'm not saying that this is not an offense I feel like people make light of like make light of cheating like way too much because in the at the end of the day like in a like relationship especially a marriage that is a legal contract like you literally sat down with somebody and you said hey unless y'all had like a discussion prior which I'm assuming they didn't because he no longer has a wife um y'all sit down and you literally say to one each other one one another like hey like um I'm only going to kiss and have sex and like be romantically available to you and nobody else like you agree to be in a monogamous relationship and so I feel like people like make light of that way too much like somebody cheating like they will make excuses for a man cheating until the cows come home and I'm that's not what I'm doing here but I also feel like at the same time like yes what she did was wrong but like telling your wife that that seems a little controlling to me like the husband tried to tell his wife hey like you can't have her like that's not your friend anymore you can't tell me who's my friend and not my friend just because of one thing that may not be a deal breaker for her to have a friend who will sleep with married men like i mean i'm sure there are plenty of women who have friends who have slept with hey like the whole entire sex in the city series was literally each and every one of them probably sleeping with a married man at least one time yeah so and I know personally i had friends in the past that thinking i'm not fully on board with your sex life but whatever we can probably keep that boundary between us so i'm thinking if i want to destroy a friendship over it Thinking if she doesn't want him around the house, so does that mean can we just hang out outside the house? I won't bring it around the kids. You don't feel right. comfortable with that. Right. I'm thinking I'm not comfortable probably cutting off that friendship. Right. Like, yeah. And that's like I'm thinking, like, that's fair. It's fair of him to be all like, I don't want that kind of, I don't want her to be around our children with that kind of thing. Cool. Like, that's not like, 
like if that's so detestable to you like that's fine if that's how you feel about it but like I, to tell me that like like we you can't be friends with this woman anymore that's not that's not that's no dice like i feel like this is more of like a, a, a this is definitely more of a relationship question because this man is literally um trying to tell her who she can and can't be friends with and like you don't get to decide that like now it sounds like she's a little wary about like she's like kind of like going back and forth on it again like i've actually never thought about what i would do if one of my friends all of a sudden decided to cheat um to either cheat on somebody they're in a relationship with or cheat with somebody in a relationship i've never thought about that but i feel like i mean the only thing that I would have against it, because I'm, like, so, like, if you're my best friend, like, if we're friends, like, I'm that connected to you, I would be worried about the fact that, like, if this man can cheat on his wife, who's to say he's not, and you're attached to him now, who's to say he's not going to do the t- same thing to you? Like, that, that, that saying, how you get him is how you lose him? Yeah, and then there's also kids, so thinking you have to think about how it's going to affect the kids as well, because it's not just him, it's also the kids that are involved as well, so I'm concerned about that, so I guess now it's just to take on a man and his kids now in a relationship, and according to her, Amelia doesn't seem like the girl that would settle down, so I guess how she's going to handle all this extra responsibility is kind of interesting yeah because she she did mention that this man was literally like going to move in with her or whatever right like they were that's a big living with somebody is like i feel like everybody's like everything changes when you get married no everything changes when you start living with someone because you're sharing a space with them so that's that's almost like saying that unless y'all just gonna treat each other like roommates which how sway how but like like that's that's almost saying that like you would be willing to to get married to me anyway but I don't like and I also have to wonder like what the husband um like why the husband is kind of like that's like a deal breaker for me as far as like you even being friends with her like does he feel like if they remain friends like she'll like his wife will get the idea to like cheat on him or something does he feel like that's a thing that cheating is like a thing that rubs off on other people like that's what i'm wondering about like i'm just kind of like why can't she be her friend like there there are more deplorable things that can happen like yeah i'm thinking okay you probably don't have to double date because i think she mentioned in the somewhere in the comments that they did double date with her and david amelia and david Mm-hmm. husband so i'm thinking you don't have to do double days we can still do one-on-one and she won't bring around uh him if that's like the issue and just do that as a compromise okay i won't move around the kids i won't bring them around you but that's still my friend i can probably hang out with her and one-on-one and i'll bring around you i also have to wonder if part of the reason why he's kind of like oh, I don't want you to be friends with her anymore is kind of like because he doesn't want to hear about because you know when you're in a I would assume, because again, I've never been in one, but when you're in a relationship, you talk about your friends, obviously. Like, I assume that you talk to, you talk to your boo about, um, like, me, and, like, you mentioned me, and, like, Kiwi, and, like, Lemonade occasionally, like, oh, 
today Nikki Ellie did something stupid. Let me tell you all about it. <laughs> right? You know, like, right? Like, you, you, so maybe, like, I would wonder, like, if part of his objection is, like, I don't want to hear about how she's crying to you about how this man hasn't been home for two days and she doesn't know where she like I would I wonder if like that's part of his objection like I don't want to hear about her cheating ways or whatever people <laughs> it's deplorable hmm. yeah I guess they want to hear about her sescapade like oh she cheated on dating with another Mary Mara with a younger boy I guess he probably finds that sexual craziness probably uh the poor bull, so I guess maybe that might be his prerogative. Yeah, possibly. But, like, at the end of the day, I think, yeah, cool. The compromise here is that, cool, I won't bring her around you and my kids, but if I still want to be friends with her, I'm going to be friends with her. And, like, you can, would you like to go to marriage, like, couples counseling to talk about it? Like, because I'm not going to budge with you on this. That's my answer. Yeah, so I guess compromise. We still want to keep the friendship with her. Probably set the boundaries, like not around my husband, around kids. We'd still be friends one on one, and probably to him thinking this is my friend. I'm not going to completely cut her out of her life and thinking I don't like what she did, but she's still my friend. So I'm guessing probably set some boundaries with each person. Exactly. Oh, what a fun time, Belmars. All right. We, let me see. Did I have, did I have one? Hold on. I was supposed to pull this off and I forgot. (laughs) Oopsie daisies. Friend. Oh my goodness. Okay. (laughs) Wait. Um, which one? Okay. I was about to be like pick a number but no we're just gonna do this one this says um what best friend character would you want in your friend circle hmm what best friend character let's see huh. so many series i can consider i'm thinking with sailor moon I think Ami will be nice because she's really, really smart, I guess. And also say with Jupiter because she's strong. And I guess probably having, like, tall friends is always nice. <laughs> I was I said that like I understood. And I'm like, wait, I am tall. Friends <laughs> <laughs> come in handy. And I guess they can be Tim Day. But I guess also, let's see, who else? Best friend here. This is hard, actually. And another one would be Urbosa from the Legend of Zelda series, since you know she's part of the clan of all Gerudo sexy females, and she's also assertive, and she's confident, and I guess she's not really, uh, I guess, passive. So I guess she's always sticking up for people. So I, I like that aspect, because sometimes I could be a bit weak and pussy with foot around, thinking, Nah, I'm gonna defend you, man and stick up for you. So I think those are a couple people I can think of as my best friends from the top of my head, but I have to probably think about that a little bit more. I'm trying to think like a best friend character that I want in my friend circle. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, like mesh it with us, like you and Kiwi and Lemonade, like the French circle. So I have you obviously, and then I have, so I'm trying to pick somebody that's not like, Cause I feel like you, your, um, the qualities that you bring to the friend circle are like usually, um, 
you have very creative ideas um you uh you're like I don't want to say agreeable but you you do um you do make it like a little easy for us to kind of decide things peacemaker you're very funny and so I'm trying to think of like and like kiwi and lemonade also bring like that all that libra energy I need something else (laughs) like just like they bring the indecisiveness as well as like the just (laughs) all that libra all that like like whatchamacallit energy so I'm just like who they're also good at organizing they are a kiwi is really good at organization um and then um lemonade is uh lemonade is very good she's very good at starting she's good initiative so i'm trying to think of somebody who fits in with like people who are who are very good at initiative and like organizing things and who have creative ideas and so i was like oh hinata as well because i guess with a lot of my friends they are so creative and sweet and well-spoken. I'm thinking, I never thought about that. Because I remember when I was making a card, mm-hmm. Kiwi sent me instructions on how to draw a lotus drawing. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, that's really sweet and thoughtful because mm-hmm. I can't draw worth a crap. And to me, she's one of the most talented artists I met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, she, so it's like, it's hard. I, I think like someone like Hinata would be like a good best, like a person to have a friend circle. Because, no, you know what? I think the best way to go about this is to pick somebody who's similar to you, to your role, so they can do your role to you. Because I feel like a lot of the times I play like in my friend circles or in this one as well. Like I play like a mothering role a lot where I'm like, are y'all okay? Like, <laughs> are you, are you eating properly? Like I, I need like a mother character, like a, a best friend who's like motherly. And so that's really hard. Like I'm trying to think of somebody who's like a mothering energy from a series I've watched, but it's so hard or, or a movie. Not like a mom of the group. Like, I need a mom character. Like, a, a best friend mom character. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. Uh, I'm, like, trying to... Fl- well, I guess, think about it. Urbos is kind of more of a... From Legend of Zelda... Uh, dang it. What's the... Well, the latest Legend of Zelda. Calamity... Uh, Calamity, of, get a, Calamity of Ganon and... Uh, Breath of the Wild. That was mm-hmm. something else. Because she is kind of motherly to, like, Zelda... She calls her a little bird, and of oh, course, cool. a whole tribe of like tall Amazonian women. You kind of have that motherly energy, so mm-hmm. and also they hate, but also want to have men. So, I think probably having any one of the Gerudo women will be nice. Yeah, and on top I, of that they'll have like know how to do makeup and everything. So, I'm thinking, thanks. Yes, I, I was thinking about that. I was like, maybe like I was, I was thinking about Wonder Woman. I was like, can I have Wonder Woman in the friend group? Because <laughs> I feel like Wonder Woman is like a badass who's also very nurturing. I feel like that's what we need in the friend group. Yeah. Somebody who would like, somebody who's taller than me. I feel like Diana <laughs> Prince is taller than me, right? So I'm not, so I don't have to intimidate everybody all the time when we're out places. So Lemonade and I really, cause we're the tallest. Um, <laughs> every time we're out places and like she can, and she would be like well-spoken and I wouldn't have to do all that all the time. So that would be nice. I think I'm gonna pick Wonder Woman. Yeah, I guess also think about a Harley Quinn will also be a good, probably not a best friend in the group, but I guess a good friend in the friend group, because I guess you'll probably 
tell us to do like wild shit. Like you want to go drive me in the night? I'm thinking, you know what? It's 2 a.m. Let's do it. I'm bored. <laughs> yes, I feel like that. That would be good too. I feel like there's no. We're like, I feel like we're well balanced as a group, but at the same time, there's nobody. No, I wouldn't pin anybody in our group as the wild one. If any, <laughs> if somebody asked, they're like, who's the wild? I would be like, no one. Like we're all very level-headed adults. Like we're. <laughs> we don't we don't do donuts in a parking lot at like 2 a.m and or like i don't know like graffiti somebody's walls like we don't do that for fun we go to arcades and like <laughs> um we go to or like bookstores i mean we're pretty tame <laughs> we're a very tame group of friends we probably do need somebody wild yeah you know what i changed my answer to harley quinn <laughs> <laughs> Harley Quinn. As for probably not the best for. I'm thinking for all in as a group. I'm thinking, yeah, we do need like someone to like go wild. Think, let's go here. I, I mean, I do have a friend like that who I work with. I mean, I, you know, him pretty well. Yeah. Also, professional cricket player, and he does have wild ideas. <laughs> yeah, but see, like, I feel like they would have to be that kind of like. I feel like they have to be a balance between, like, I have a wild idea, but I'm also persuasive enough to convince y'all that nobody's gonna go to jail. If we do this wild idea, because, like, I feel like all of us, like, would be all like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if I want to, um, go, uh, graffiti tag a police station. I don't know if I think that that's a good idea. Or you just do a step down and do a rage room. Those are pretty fun. Yeah, those are pretty fun. I need, I feel like we need someone like that. I can't think of anybody else but Harley Quinn, though. Who else would be a good wild friend? Um, probably not Poison. Well, Poison Ivy kind of levels out Harley Quinn. Uh-huh. Yeah, she does. I love when they're lovers, side note. But, like, yes. Um, she does level out. Who else would just, would just be a good wild friend? I can't think right now. This is so terrible. Well, maybe Doth from Animaniacs or, like, Ooh, I still need to watch the reboot. Me too. My brother started watching it, the, the closest one in age to me. Maybe I should just call him D. I'm gonna call him D. <laughs> and I'm gonna call the other one Big Head. Uh, <laughs> so D is watching it. He's watching. Uh, um, but let me think. Oh my gosh, it's so hard to think of somebody wild. Um, a wild. We do need that wild one to let loose because I think since we're just so like straight laced most of our lives, I'm thinking a wild one. I'm thinking could be Harley Quinn, who's also wild. Um, I guess you think of like all the birds of prey. I mean, Catwoman. Catwoman would be a, f- a great wild friend, but I feel like Catwoman would also be the wild friend who would try to convince me to like steal like a diamond. And I'd be like, mm, do I want to go by? You're white. I'm not. So I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> oh, maybe like Batgirl or Batwoman? Batgirl would be fun. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, oh, this is a lesser known character. Do you know Vixen from the Justice League? When she dated oh, yeah. like uh, John Stewart? I think, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The- she was that African model. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She- CW show for a while. Yeah, I feel like she would be a good 
wild friend like she she would be the like the type of wild friend that would convince us that yes like belmars can wear a crop top and nikki alley you can wear like a like a short dress and like everybody else and we're gonna go to the club like she would convince us that and we could pick somebody up she would convince us to do like a like a like one of those weird challenges in the club to see how many people could get numbers like yeah. like yeah that's what i feel like that's what she would do <laughs> Like, yeah, she probably get us like since she's models, she probably gets like in high class, like, okay, since y'all with me, we're going to this club or we're going to this hot spot. I'm thinking, yeah, Ooh. and like let's and she'll be like, let's swindle a, a football player. Like that's what I feel like that's what she would do. I, and I would be down with that. Like, oh, I'm gonna seduce a football player? Bet. I feel like that's okay, a well, not on town vixen, but if you want to do wild shit, Harley Quinn. Yes. Perfect. I love how we just picked DC people. That's great. DC. Well, because I thought about like heroes and thinking one person that's wild is Harley Quinn. I mean, mm-hmm. Deadpool will probably be too wild. Lady yeah. He would be the type that would trick us into going on an assassination. <laughs> you said you wanted some excitement this Friday night, and we would be like, I didn't mean that I wanted to like try to kill K- Cable. Like, I, that's not, that's not my idea of a fun time. <laughs> oh my gosh okay i agree vixen and harley quinn those could be our friend circles what a fun time Melmore. Yeah. yeah i mean of course i think meg the stallion for talk about celebrities she'll be pretty fun yes and also lizzo yes i would take either of those i would also take normani i feel like normani would probably be a, like a a level-headed wild fun girl yeah. baby like meg the stallion i feel like would convince us to like take shots in a in a in a in a club like the the crunkest club ever and like normani would be like and afterwards we can go and afterwards we can go <laughs> level out sober up yeah it's like afterwards we can go to this fancy ass restaurant and have caviar to level out or something that would be and i would love that i would love that night um Okay. Oh, what a fun time. Oh my goodness. Now let us move on to um oh, I was good. Oh, something fun. We've already given the Reddit girls the terrible advice. Oh, let's play. Do you want to play what's happening on um on Twitter with me? Yes. What is happening on Twitter? I need to get it. So to to play what's happening on Twitter, I'm going to go through the trending topics and I'm going to make you try to guess what, whatever, like the word that's trending means, like what's behind, like the story behind it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. 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 Let me get to my Twitter app. Twitter. All right. Let's see what's trending. I hope it's not a whole bunch of sports. It probably is though. Yeah unfortunately because it's okay uh this is number four rudy i'm guessing something about rudy giuliani yes can you tell me what is trending with oh i'm guessing his argument something about a legal court case knowing him thinking about trump Mm -hmm. thinking i don't know he probably made some stupid ass argument in court it's actually that Rudy Giuliani has tested positive for coronavirus. Really? Trump confirms, yes. It says, this is from the Associated Press. Um, the president's personal attorney has traveled extensively to battleground states in recent weeks in a failing effort to help Trump subvert the election results. 
that was taken directly from the Associated Press. Damn, he had a giant fall from grace from being America's mayor to being a laughing stock. Right? Oh, so many, so many freaking trending things about sports that I don't care about. <laughs> uh david sedaris david sedaris i'm guessing he sounds like an actor what do you think he's uh what do you think he's trending for okay did he die <laughs> no um do you want to guess again <laughs> did he die did he say something or i'm guessing the other guess is probably say something anti-vax uh he he is trending he's a comedian so you were close he's trending this is from cbs sunday morning um because he demands the right to fire others the humor suggests the power of citizens dismissal like a citizen arrest could revolutionize customer service Hmm. hmm Interesting. So if y'all want to learn about more about what the hell that means, y'all just check out CBS Sunday <laughs> Morning's video. Um, I think it's like a minute and 31 seconds. Hold on, let me see what this... Hold on, hold on. I'd like to introduce an idea for something I'm calling the citizen's dismissal. It's like a citizen's arrest, but instead of detaining someone, you get to fire them. Take this lifeguard at a YMCA I went to. I bought a guest pass so that I could swim laps. And 10 minutes after I'd started, the young woman blew her whistle, calling, you all have to leave now. How come, I asked. I have to go to my parents' house, she said. I thought I hadn't heard her correctly. I'm going there to do some laundry, she told me. And then I'm going home. Oh, you're going home all right, I wanted to say, because you are fired. I'd oh, like to do the same. so I think he's trying to suggest that, like, people should be able to fire, like, someone at their job, like, so a customer should be able to fire, like, a worker at their job at will? No, sir. Yeah, that sounds dangerous, thinking, okay, ma'am, welcome to Walmart, your total is twenty two ninety seven. no, it isn't, you're fired? I mean, yeah. what's the fuck? That's no, that's no, that's no good, sir. Um... Oh, there's too many NFL things tweeting. Ooh. Circuit City. Circuit City. I'm guessing it's Circuit City coming back. Um, do you want to guess again? No. It's not coming back. Because I'm thinking Circuit City and Radio Shack. I'm guessing they're making a circuit of playstation 5s no it's it's a challenge on twitter that says age yourself at the store oh naming stores that have gone out of business um so the first person said radio shack and then somebody else said circuit city um and they said circuit city walk so best buy could run (laughs) (laughs) okay let's see what else Lord, am I getting anything that hasn't? Ooh, Attack on Titan. Oh, the last season's coming out for Attack on Titan. Let's see if she's right. 
Oh, close. The Attack on Titan season four, episode one just dropped, but Crunchyroll is down. That's oh. why it's trending. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's funny. <sighs> okay. Um, Mike Thomas. Hmm. Mike Thomas. Hmm. I'm, is he in, that sounds like an athlete's name. It sure. is. They didn't warn me properly. I was like, Mike Tyne didn't say. He plays for the Bengals. The Bengals? I don't know. According to Richard Skinner, I'm not sure where this man is, but he's a reporter. He says, Mike Thomas with two dumb penalties for Bengals and second one has started a fight. If this game doesn't get the staff fired, I don't know what would. So apparently in uh, football land, things are not going smoothly. <laughs> oh, no, we're so sad. Why do I only get United States trends? There's a question for the, for the listeners. How do I get, because I'm pretty sure you can get what's trending in other countries, right? Like, like worldwide? I mean, do you have to change your IP address or is it more like, okay, I want worldwide topics? Oh, this says for you. Let's see what's trending for you. Oh, sunshine. You're never going <laughs> It has to do with music. I'm, I'm going to give you him. Hmm. I'm guessing the one, the right, the singers for I got sunshine, cloudy day. Because there's a person I work with called Dr. Sunshine. Oh. Um, <laughs> mm. I'll give you one more hint. It has to do with actually, oh, this is a little it's a little random. Oh wait, no, okay. Um it has to do with K-pop. Oh, K-pop sunshine. Mm-hmm. Is it that the Korean government passed the law making sure that the people of BTS on certain military service? I can't believe you knew about that. <laughs> no, it's actually, it's about um, treasure, like this this K-pop band, which I barely know who they are, so I'm not sure why they're trending for me, but like they they I guess somebody, Felix, made a video and everybody's like, he's so cute. Like, he's our sunshine. That's <laughs> nice. He's a very good looking man if you would like to see him. Let's see, there he is. There he is, right there. He is good looking. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. That's what it's like to Like a little snap. Mm, okay, one more. Uh, the Wiz. The Wiz. So the musical that Michael Jackson been in, and along with uh, uh, Diana Ross, I'm guessing making a new musical back. He's on that. I'm not actually sure why it's trending. Nobody will tell me. Don't you hate when that happens? You're like, this is trending, and you're trying to find out what the hell it is, and nobody will tell you. Or maybe is it? Is it? I don't know. He's on down, he's on down the road. That was stuck in my head. 
I think people are just admiring that Michael Jackson was amazing in the Wiz. <laughs> I think that's what it is, which I agree. Yeah. <laughs> what a great musical. Yes, I mean, I just feel like singing Don't Nobody Bring Me No Bad News. Well, I want to wake up in the afternoon. What if we just make to do? Not to sing the Wiz. Except the lately I've been addicted to like Hamilton. So I've gotten back into Hamilton. Like I was off of it for, I sound like I'm on drugs. I was <laughs> like for my, so for my birthday, obviously it dropped on, you know, um, Disney Plus. And so like, I was like, I was streaming the soundtrack literally for an entire month before I petered off of it. And like, I just recently for no reason that is explicable, like got back on it like this weekend. And so I literally just been singing like First Burn by all of like the Eliza's. Like, I don't know if you've heard that track. And Satisfied all weekend. Yeah. And then also listen to the cut, like rap version of the Adams Administration because yeah and then also the song congratulations was also cut i love congratulations so much the way she literally was just all like uh you're a dummy and let me tell you the reasons why she said you're the only enemy you ever seem to lose to and that was like oh girl burn yes burn angelica oh my god so listen to that and of course, one of my favorite songs, Say No to This. I don't know. Show me how to say no to this. And also, What Did I Miss? Because I love Diddy Diggs. I mean, his hair is like goals and everything, and he's just handsome. But then again, every one of the Hamilton soundtrack is gorgeous. They are. They're all very good looking people. Like, um, what's her name? Cepheus Jones. Um, uh, the one who played, uh, Peggy, and, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know she got engaged to Anthony Ramos, I know, who's also very good looking, <laughs> I said, what a power couple, <laughs> <laughs> just belting out the show tunes uh, together, um, they're so cute, oh my god, um, oh gracious, okay, I mean, that's it, you come to the end, Belinda. Oh no, I've kind of, I stole that a little bit from. I've been binging. Um, Why won't you date me? <laughs> By Nicole Byer, the podcast, like all weekend. So I just inadvertently stole her line. Sorry, Nicole Byer, if you ever listen to this. Um, but we're at the end, Belinda. We've come to the end of the podcast. Um, do you have anything exciting coming up this week? So far, nothing else. Probably get my hair done in croquetis, so I might come here with my hair like in black, poofy curls. So, being people are from India, they're thinking, "Oh, Belinda, your hair grow." I'm thinking, "Sure, yeah, I'm going with it." My hair did grow. Met a genie over the weekend. She was delightful, and I said, "Girl." make my hair grow and the genie said i'll do as you command and that's what happened um i hopefully the next like the next episode i will be in a new place oh my god <laughs> i'm freaking out um ready for you i know i'm excited as well um i i don't know how to handle myself um but first i have to 
by renter's insurance and electricity and cable. (laughs) (laughs) I have to do all that first, but after that, I'm good. Um, So yeah, that is my exciting news. Um, Follow us on the social medias. I am... um, I'm on Twitter. Just follow me on Twitter. I don't, you don't need to follow me on IG. I don't ever post anything there because I'm not a good-looking girl right now. We're in quarantine. I've gained weight. I literally almost cried last weekend because I couldn't find anything to wear to my dad's birthday parade. I'm trying to lose it, but, like, I don't post anything on Instagram, really. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter. It's at Nikki Alley Muse, N-I-K-K-I-A-L-I-M-U-S-E um belmars uh i mean i'm on instagram mostly it's just like arts and crafts since i'm getting more in touch with my arts and crafts lately so um see me like deck the halls of my childhood home and um you can find that as lady underscore board b-l-e-r-d 94 um i'm also on the snapchats of the same name i mean every once in a while i post something I mean, I'm a horrible millennial. I don't update everything, but yeah, you, you you might find something you enjoy. And of course, I'm still working on self care. I need to take care of my mustache and my face. And but uh, <laughs> now I'm just roasting myself now. All right, I'm like we're we're self deprecating now. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. And then also follow her her bow on um what is it uh, on SoundCloud. Yes, Reesim Rip. Uh, he's also talking about probably doing a sports podcast on basketball. So mm-hmm. once that premieres, I'll give a shout out to him too. Maybe we might uh, do a crossover episode. I don't know much about basketball. I mean, he took me to a couple Rockets games. Mm-hmm. So can we go on to his sports ca- podcast and talk about um, how basketball players should all be actors? Because I think we would be great at that. Like I love, I love watching uh, episodes of the basketball. Um, I love the season finale when like they really pull out all the stops with their fake injuries and their uh, their and their faces and agony and pain. Like I'm like, oh, Oscar worthy. Just give them an Emmy. Like exactly. I think soccer's more accurate. Though, of course, my extent of basketball knowledge comes from Space Jam, which is still the shit. I mean, minus the <clears throat> R. Kelly song. But yeah, it's yeah. still the shit. They should, they should take it out. No more R. Kelly songs. Um, so someone, like, get the weekend to cover I Believe I Can Fly. I think that would be amazing. Also, give him a Grammy for covering I Believe I Can Fly. <laughs> give that man a Grammy. He's trying so hard. Um... Which is what I forgot to mention this week. They snubbed him so bad. Um, he never made a bad song. I know. Like, everybody was talking about that last album he put out. I haven't listened to it, but the girls wouldn't shut up about it. So I'm like, it must be good. Yeah, because I listened to Blinding Lights, uh, Heartless. But then again, I love The Weeknd. I mean, I first heard from from Fifty Shades, from Earned It. So I'm thinking, ooh, I like this dark, seductive right. sound he makes. Remind me of 90s R&B right yeah Yeah, they're listen always trying to put a black man down Uh, (laughs) but yeah follow us on all of that um and we're excited guys we'll see you next time bye bye signing off